Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Malevolent Few podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Cortland Mitchell. Hi, my name is Hunter Burden. I am here to do shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Jake Steed, and I am also here to do shit. So, last episode, we talked about the Wendigo. This episode, we're going to go with another cryptid, and we're talking about Bigfoot. Something very close to Cortland's heart. It is, yeah. I own... Entirely too much Bigfoot merch. I have everything from a Bigfoot Hawaiian shirt to t-shirts to hats to socks to you name it. Being nicknamed Sasquatch. Yeah, I'm a big hairy guy, so the nickname Sasquatch has stuck around with me for a few years now. So, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite cryptids, hence why we're covering it on this episode. So, we'll talk a little bit about what our previous knowledge of Bigfoot is, just like we did last episode with the Wendigo. Um, as we, as I just discussed, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Bigfoot. Pretty popular cryptid. I would say just about anyone has some basic knowledge of what it is. I, myself, would love to be a believer in Bigfoot. I just don't know if I can actually call myself a believer, because the <laughs> evidence is a little faulty. Hunter? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like, like you said, it's everybody knows Bigfoot to some extent because it always gets talked about. It's in, like, so many, like, you know, shows and cartoons, like, fucking, like, Scooby-Doo and shit and, you know, not quite the same, but the fucking, the Sasquatch and uh, Gravity Falls. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's, I mean, it, it's in everything. It's, like, one of the, like, very common you ever have, like, a mystery show and it's, like, Oh, Bigfoot wasn't real. And then, like, the episode ended. Dun dun, Bigfoot's real. So, yeah. Jake? Um, well, for me, I am also a very big fan of Bigfoot. And when I was, like, a, a young teenager and preteen, I went through a really big, like, Bigfoot craze. I, you know, I was, like, watching TV shows about it. And, like, I just, I kind of really got to know a lot about the concept of Bigfoot and stuff. As much as I would really, really like for Bigfoot to be real, though, as I've gotten older, it just kind of become more apparent that, eh, probably not, Chief. Probably not. Don't you just hate getting older? It has to ruin all your childhood <laughs> fantasies. Indeed. Can't go frolicking in the woods with Bigfoot. Nope. Such nope. a shame. So we'll, now that we've covered our previous experience, we're going to get into the episode and the meaty parts of what we're discussing today so obviously bigfoot like we discussed pretty much everyone knows what he is but for those that don't bigfoot is a hairy bipedal creature i don't want to say primate though that's probably the most leading theory but he's a big bipedal creature stands usually anywhere from eight to ten feet tall covered in brown or black fur is the most common uh, description And one of the interesting things about him is that a lot of people say he smells really, really, really bad. So that has led to some discussions about maybe he has scent glands like a skunk. And it's one of the ways he keeps himself hidden because people smell nasty stuff and they don't want to be around that so they don't sight him. But that's the most basic description of Bigfoot. Uh, The term Bigfoot is most commonly used here in America. There are 
a bunch of variations on his name around the world, including a bunch of variations in America itself, such as Skunk Ape, or just the Woods Monster, or... Um, there's a lot out there. Different states all have different names for him, but the basic one we're going to be using to refer to him, I say him because that's what most people use to refer to it as, is Bigfoot. So, the way the Bigfoot legend started was in 1958, the Humboldt Times, which was a local newspaper in Northern California, they actually published a story about some large, mysterious footprints that had been sighted out in Bluff Creek, California. And in this story, they referred to the creature as Bigfoot. And that's kind of like the first written record that we really have of him being referred to as that name. Another popular source we have for Bigfoot, I'm just trying to cover the big names here, um, would be the, there was a short film that was shot by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin, Robert Gimlin, Bob for short, and it's known as the Patterson-Gimlin film. Interestingly enough, this film was also shot in Bluff Creek, California, because Patterson read the news article and had been very interested in this Bigfoot lore that was going around, and so he decided they were going to go out try to capture some evidence of Bigfoot, and they were out recording I suppose, and saw the creature walking through the woods. If you know anything about Bigfoot, you've probably seen the film. It's your stereotypical one where you see him kind of like walk out behind a tree and he's walking through the woods. It's the Patterson-Gimlin film. Um, it looks very fake today if you watch it. Yeah, like yeah if, you, if you watch it today, especially because I've seen a stabilized version of the film... And you could just clearly tell, oh no, that's just a dude in a gorilla suit just walking around. Yeah. Which, the uh, the Humboldt Times article, there's not a whole lot of controversy to go around it. It was just a news article that was written. Bigfoot, Bigfoot wasn't really a popular thing at the time. No one had really heard of him. Sure, there had been a couple recorded sightings here and there of like hairy creatures or stuff like that. But we didn't have anything quite as popular as the Bigfoot craze, so to speak, that went around after the Patterson-Gimlin film. That film, however, very, very, very controversial. You've got people that stating that it was uh, photoshopped, basically, although they didn't... I don't think really Photoshop was a thing in 67 when this film was recorded. They could still edit. Yeah, something. you could still edit. Yeah. If Stalin yeah. could remove people in the, in the 40s... <laughs> Yeah, so while it wasn't as big of a thing as it is today, you've got people saying the film was edited. You've got some people saying, oh, it was someone in a costume, which we'll get to that later. Uh, all kinds of different theories came up about how this video could be faked. Um, supposedly, they've had people, experts, I say in quotations, come and like examine the film that they originally took and say, yeah, this wasn't edited. You've had some people say, yeah, it was, so it's kind of up in the air. But I think the most widely accepted truth is that the film was, in fact, a hoax, which is very unfortunate. Um, but talking about Bigfoot films, something I kind of wanted to throw in here. Have you noticed that any time you see a Bigfoot picture or film, it's blurry? Yeah. Yes. Like, even now, when we have, we all have smartphones in our pockets that can film at yeah. 1080p yeah. and i think that's i remember just your point i think it was like 
it might have been the uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast. I think heard this years ago, but they made like a actually a pretty good point, which was you with the advantation of stuff like that. Like a lot of like cryptid sightings have gone down now because it's like it's like well we all have these super high def cameras, so why can't we capture like good like pictures of stuff now, which is usually also like used like. That's why that, like, video is a hoax yeah. and shit, because it's like, look, yeah. we have all these cameras. Yeah, now, you know, if Bigfoot was real, and he was traipsing around the woods, sooner or later, someone was going to get a good enough of a video or picture of him that you can count the, you can count the mustache hairs on his face. <laughs> right, like, if I strip naked and go walking through the woods, <laughs> it's going to be no time at all before someone gets some footage of that, is all I'm saying. There's going to be someone walking out behind the ridges... And they're gonna see naked me strolling along, and there's gonna be a picture of that all over campus. I mean, we can we can test this little experiment. Yes, we can. <laughs> you know, I really don't want a public indecency charge, but maybe in the future we'll see. But um, I know Hunter. I know you love it, so I'll let you talk about the uh, blurry Bigfoot joke. Uh, it's basically just sort of a. It originates from an old Mitch Hedberg joke, because uh, you know, rest in peace, Mitch Hedberg. But he's a very funny comedian. I love, I love his jokes. But uh, I have the joke pulled up here. I've uh, read it to Cortland before. I don't think Jake's ever heard it. I'll try and get it down in some of uh, his cadence. But he has a Mitch Hedberg has a very unique cadence, and I'll, it's kind of hard to mimic. So basically, it's like a I, I, th- I think Bigfoot it, it blurry. That that's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is is blurry, and that's extra scary to me. There's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Run! He's fuzzy. Get out of here. <laughs> and I love that joke so much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. I it mean, still cracks me up, and I've heard it probably three or four times. I have heard the theory that's kind of like that. It's not so much that Bigfoot himself is blurry... But it just is like this goes into like some of the mystic powers that Bigfoot has. Is that like Bigfoot? He's only blurry on camera. He radiates some kind of electromagnetic field or some shit that makes it so that he's blurry only on camera. So you know we could go around and have these 1080p cameras on our phones, but the moment we point at Bigfoot, suddenly we got we got potatoes on our hands instead of cameras. You know so did that. Did I forget the part where I said he's fuzzy? I can't remember. I'm no, like, you said it. Okay. Said it. I, like, I mean, we all know he's fuzzy. Yeah, he's Which fuzzy. In, I think Get out of here. New theory. New theory about Bigfoot. You ready? Yeah. Bigfoot is a drone created by the government. <laughs> Bear with me. We've we've Bear all we've me. all been focusing on the birds. We never thought about <laughs> the Bigfoots. We never considered the Bigfoots. Big feet? The, the Bigfoot. Bigfoots. Big poor old Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfootsies, as I said earlier. Bigfootsies? I love that. that. That might be my favorite. Big footsies. But no, the government's using it for surveillance. When you take pictures, it's blurry. It's just some te- technology built in there. We figured it out. <laughs> we cracked the Bigfoot legend. <laughs> but, back into the seriousness of the episode. So, as we kind of talked about, one of the big issues with Bigfoot is hoaxes. Um, which is true about most cryptids, unfortunately, is that most of them are just crap that's made up by some crazy people looking for popularity or money. Uh, the first one I want to bring up is we talked about that Humboldt Times article that was in California. However, those footprints later came out to be revealed that they were, in fact, a hoax. So, 
there was a man named Ray Wallace, and he passed away in 2002. I'm not actually. I, I want to make sure I don't misinterpret anything based on my research. It was revealed in 2002 by his children that he had faked. He, he was the one, and he had gone out there and made these fake footprints that were covered in that article in 1958. The research said it was revealed by his children after his death in 2002. I don't know if that's actually when he passed away or not, but 2002 was when it was revealed that he faked this stuff. The other big... There, there's a couple... There's lots of hoaxes out there, but the other big one that I want to talk about is a man named... Okay, there's two more big ones. There's a man named Rant Mullins. Uh, Rant was a logger in Toledo. And in 1982, he actually admitted that in the 20s, him and one of his friends would often, they would carve giant feet out of wood, and then they would go around like on the tree lines near towns, and they would make these fake Bigfoot tracks for people to find. The thing that's interesting about this is that he said they did this in the 20s, which as I covered earlier, that article was in 1958, so this was before the Bigfoot craze was even really a thing. So, you know, for all we know, this guy could have gone to California <laughs> and helped out, um, what was his name, Ray Wallace, <laughs> make these fake footprints. I find that a funny thing to think about. Ray and Rant. Ray and Rant. Causing mischief. Um, another hoax that I found, and I love this one, it's not really super big or anything, but it is somewhat recent, and I find it hilarious, is that in 2008, two men in Georgia, I don't know what their names were, but two men in Georgia, they actually claimed to have a complete Bigfoot specimen that was frozen in ice. However, when researchers went to examine their Bigfoot specimen, it turned out it was a gorilla costume. <laughs> So yeah, that I found that one kind of hilarious. And then the other big name one was also in 2002. Philip Morris, the owner of Morris Costumes, claimed that he had made a gorilla costume specifically for Patterson to use in the Patterson-Gimlin film. Mm. That's interesting because both Patterson and Gimlin both claim that what they filmed that day was absolutely true. To an extent. Patterson went to his deathbed claiming it was true. Gimlin claimed that he didn't think Patterson had hoaxed it. Um, he later admitted that there is some possibility, but he did say that if it was a hoax and if it was a fake, Patterson had to go to a lot of effort to pull it off and that Gimlin knew absolutely nothing about it. But according to Philip Morris, he made a gorilla costume and that's what was used in the film. Um, which brings me back to the film, of course, and one of the other things that people have used to kind of say, to prove the legitimacy of it, uh, because apparently they've had, like, wildlife biologists and stuff come through and examine the film and say, yeah, that's how primates walk when they're on two legs. The, the bend of the knee, the movement of the arms, all of that is exactly how primates would walk. But, again, it's a toss-up. Believe what you want to believe. Yeah, yeah. You ever, uh, you ever seen people with those, uh, like, costumes? The gorilla costumes? I think I've seen one once. <laughs> it was not a very good one, though. <laughs> it was obviously a very cheap, fake-looking gorilla. I've, I didn't see this. This was back when I was, like, in middle school, I think. My little, or my, my older sister told me the story about how 
I guess, like, on that day, these dudes, because she was in, I think, high school at the time, uh, she's a couple years older than me, and she, uh, apparently some dudes on our football team just, like, went around, like, the town in, like, gorilla suits wreaking havoc. That's amazing. Like, they went to, like, the tennis courts by, like, the middle school and were just, like, just wreaking havoc. Man, I really want to do that around here so badly. Just buy a costume and go around scaring people. I mean, just get get one for fest season. People will love you. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That might be the move. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun at Millfest. That'd be a lot of fun. But, <laughs> so talking about the gorilla costume and how they examined it and said that that was a primate, like that's exactly how a primate would walk, Moves me into another little short tidbit of information here, which is another Bigfoot theory, is that Bigfoot is actually a Gigantopithecus that somehow is still alive today. Obviously, very, 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 very unlikely. Um, I don't remember exactly what time period Gigantopithecus was alive, but basically Gigantopithecus was an ancient primate. It stood at about 10 feet tall and weighed anywhere up to about 600 pounds. Gigantopithecus, if I remember correctly, was definitely kind of in the time range of, like, early humans. Like, maybe not, like, modern humans like us, but I think it was, like, it almost crossed over with when we started popping up. So, But, like, more ancient humans, it more than likely encountered them. So we're talking only... Good old Homo erectus. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, the good old... The good, the good old erect voice. <laughs> uh, so before this, I was Gigantopithecus. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Never heard of it until now. I could kind of like decipher. Yeah. I was like, I'm guessing it's like some kind of like ancient primate yeah. type creature. Have you ever but... played Ark? No. I've watched a little bit of Ark, but I haven't okay. played it. Yeah. You, do you know what Ark is? I know what Ark is. Okay, so Ark's probably evolved. I'll tell it for the listeners. It's a video game. Obviously, we're all big, pretty big gamers. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved, it's a survival video game. And the whole premises is that you're on this island. At least you think it's an island. The lore in the game actually reveals you're on a space station. But you're on an island, and there's dinosaurs. And the cool thing about the game is that you can, like, tame and breed dinosaurs. So you can ride these dinosaurs. You can fight with them, stuff like that. Gigantopithecus, I don't think it's actually called that in the game. I think it has a different name. No, it's it's called Gigantopithecus. Is it Gigantopithecus in the game? So Gigantopithecus is in the game. It looks exactly like Bigfoot, and you can ride on its shoulders. It's amazing. It's <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Fun story about Gigantopithecus. For a long time, and uh, uh, for a long time, the teeth of Gigantopithecus were in Chinese culture because that's where Gigantopithecus was. It was in China, and for a long time, uh, Chinese people would trade Gigantopithecus teeth as dragon's teeth and then you know i just find that funny because it's like that goes into the whole mythology of like the or the, kind of like the idea of like hmm how many how did, did the idea of dragons just come from people finding like dinosaur bones or crazy other crazy creatures of the past and we're just like and just try to come up with an image of it we're gonna have to do an episode on dragons now yeah. that'd be fun stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> I think I, I think there are I don't know how scientifically based they are, but I believe there are some scientific theories, like pseudo scientific historical theories that posit that there were some sort of fire breathing type creatures 
that became what dragons were based off long ago. Like I said, I don't know the histor I don't know the scientific basis for that. I don't know if it's just a like historical theory by some people with a scientific base, or if there is some actual research of like potential, even if very loose. But I know there's like some theories like that that exist. You know what I want to believe in? I want to believe that. So you know how T Rexes are believed to have evolved into chickens. <laughs> yes. I want to believe that... Well, I mean, most birds are the closest relatives to dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I want to believe that dragons just evolved into lizards. <laughs> There's little geckos running around that have the blood of ancient dragons in them, and we'll just... I, we, my, my family used to have a bearded a bearded lizard we called dragon. See? There you go. <laughs> Proven. Proven. Just by that name, it's proof. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I said I wasn't going to say that word anymore, but... What word? Um, um, I said it entirely too much in the first episode. But to talk about, I brought up Ark, and that kind of leads me to another thing I don't really have in my notes, but I do want to talk about, is that Bigfoot, much like Wendigos, has been portrayed in a whole lot of media. Mm. A lot of media. Yeah. Way more than Wendigos, probably. I mean, you have Jack Lynx, the Jack Lynx Bigfoot. You oh, have Dr. Squatch Soap. Dr. Squatch. There's all kinds of things. And the one that actually opens up an interesting conversation about Bigfoot, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so berries, you fool. Exactly. For those of you that haven't played Red Dead Redemption... There's a little bit in it's in the Undead Nightmare, yeah, or specifically it, the Undead Nightmare yeah. DLC or expansion for Red yeah. for the first Red Dead, which was a zombie DLC, and it was basically large enough to be its own game. They actually sold it as its own game it's later. The first on. Red Dead Redemption, then. you yeah. might be like the first Red Dead's Red Dead Revolver. Wait, the first Red Dead is Red Dead Revolver, but I'm not getting into that rant right now. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna contain myself. But, so, the Undead Nightmare DLC, it was a zombie apocalypse, apocalypse DLC. Don't know where what happened there. <laughs> um, but it'll probably get brought up again in another episode later down the road because I plan on talking about Chupacabras at some point, and they're also in that DLC. There's a, there's a lot of cryptids and stuff in yeah, it, yeah, it's got the four horsemen. It says four horsemen. You can Unicorn, train the, Yeah, you can train the four horsemen. Chupacabra. Yeah. It's I love that game. <laughs> I played a lot of Red Dead. Never played uh, the Undead Nightmare DLC. Oh. I played. I really liked Red, Red Dead Redemption. Though it was oh, a really good game. You missed out. You should have played the DLC. I, yeah, like I, said, I heard it was actually really good, especially because I know at the time it was like zombies were big. So when it kind of got announced, people were like, "What the fuck, yeah. Rockstar? Like zombies are done to death." And it came out, people were like, "You know what? All right, <laughs> this was actually really good." We take we'll, back our criticism. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give this one a pass. It was. I'm pretty sure it's backwards compatible. If you get the chance, you should definitely play it. It was amazing. The The actual zombie aspect of it, eh, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was okay. But like you said, it was kind of being overdone at the time. But there's a lot of stuff in it that's just chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically what I wanted to talk about, what it was, uh, there's a side quest in the DLC where a man claims that a Bigfoot ate his baby. And so you go around massacring all these big feet, big footsies, whatever you want to call them for. <laughs> um, and then finally you get to the last one, and he's standing up against a tree, or he's sitting on the ground against a tree, crying because you've killed his entire family. 
And the funny conversation that goes on in this cutscene is <laughs> John Marston, the character you play as, walks up to him. And there's a conversation that's going on with the Bigfoot. So that leads into another discussion we'll have in a moment. But the, he's having a conversation with the Bigfoot. And he yells, you eat babies. And the Bigfoot replies, we berries, you fool. Which brings me into a discussion I wanted to have with you guys. What do you think Big Feet eat? Big footsies. What do you think Big footsies consume as their diet? Um, you know, I, I, I've definitely heard a lot of different theories about this. I mean, assuming that he's a primate. Um, omnivorous. Probably, yeah, he's probably omnivorous. He probably, if we're talking like a North American Bigfoot, you know, I would suspect he probably has a diet similar to that of a bear. You know, he probably goes around yeah, eating eating too. berries, uh, eating some fruits, um, probably raiding some bees' nests for honey and stuff. But he also he probably 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 scavenges a bit, you know, if he comes across a dead carcass or something. So you think what you're fish. saying is they would eat a baby if they came across. <laughs> um, and it, I mean. <laughs> Mind you, like people given go, it, people go missing in the woods. Missing Where do they go? But like we'll have to cover some missing four one one stuff at some point too. Continue. But Sorry. like you know, big. I mean, you know, if us humans who are average five to six feet tall, if we're if you know, we can hunt down like deer. Just to, you know. Even though we're slow as fuck, you know, if we can hunt down deer with spears like we did back in the ancient days, uh, I'm pretty sure Bigfoot, who, you know, 8 to 10 feet tall, you know, and probably could go well over 30 miles an hour if he can run. That was the other he thing could I was he could probably He could probably hunt deer pretty well. That was the other thing I was like about to Some ask. motherfuckers still do today. Yeah. yeah. People who still go, like, bow hunting and shit. Yeah. Which, the other thing I was going to ask is how fast you think he runs, because... We can run a decent speed, and his legs are longer than. I mean, ours, just imagine, so... imagine the, just like imagine his stride. You know, it's yeah. yeah, it's huge. This this man's definitely got to be covering leaps and bounds, easy. Who, who, oh, yeah. Who's the fastest man in the world? Usain, Usain Bolt. Bolt. That's his name. Yeah, he Usain can, Bolt. I, I think he, he can reach something like twenty-eight miles an hour. Yeah. Granted, that's for like a very short period of time. I think reliably humans can only keep up 20 to 22 for which is still really fast i think it's somewhere yeah around like the low 20s for like a considerable amount of time as in a minute or two or so, so bigfoot can probably run like 35 is what we're saying yeah he, yeah. he uh, if, if bigfoot actually took the time to train if he actually if big feet took the time to actually like train and run they could probably they could probably break 40 do you think there's only one Bigfoot, or do you think it's families? Are there Bigfootsies? I think if they were real, I think it wouldn't just be one solo creature. I think it would be a, a whole species. What, what do you call a family of Bigfootsies? <laughs> a big clan. A big clan. <laughs> you think they got, like... They're called a shoe new, store. A, a, a shoe, shoe store. store. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you, th do you think they're named after the different parts? Like this is the Arch Clan, this is, <laughs> this is the Heel Clan, and this is the Clan this Clan. Is the, this is the Metatarsal Clan. Maybe, maybe. And this is the Ku Klux Clan. <laughs> it's the racist Bigfoots. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't. I can't. Oh no.
<laughs> the other thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Moving do on. Do we think? Do we think they can speak? What do you guys think? Well, I've heard you know I, I've heard stories about like people who say they say Bigfoot. Some of them have say that like some Bigfoots like kind of like talk like this kind of like deep gibberish sound like it like goes kind of sounding noises you know. But like I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's that close to a human that he's developed the vocal cords to talk. So, if he's making any noises, I suspect he probably wouldn't sound that different from, like, a gorilla or something. He'd probably just, like, make a loud, loud, like, you know, gorillas bark and stuff, right. you know. Because no, no other primates speak. Yeah. Not like we do. But, there are all kinds of claims from people out there that report... That they've had conversations with Bigfootsies. There's no scientific evidence to back this up. But that's what the claims say anyway. <laughs> but I'd like to believe. <laughs> I'd like to believe I could have a I'd sit down and have a conversation with a Bigfoot. That'd be pretty cool. Do you I, think there's female Bigfootsies? I mean I mean in the yeah, Robert in the, in, the families. Pa- in the Patterson the films. It had it had titties. Yeah, in the Patterson film it had titties. It had titties. <laughs> So is that a female Bigfoot, or do male Bigfoots just have titties? I mean, technically, we all have we titties. We have titties. I mean, we all have titties. But do they all just have larger titties than we do? I, th- I, th- I think we're missing the big question. The big question is, how come we haven't seen that Bigfoot dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, if the one they saw Maybe in the just... Patterson-Gimlin film had titties, assuming it was a female, she wouldn't have had one. So maybe all the ones we've seen are just female. Maybe they just... I, I don't remember what animal it is, but maybe like those animals where their penis just recedes into their body when it's not in use. Horses do that. Do dogs horses do, do it? it. Yeah, horses do it. Dogs do it. Maybe. <laughs> this is for legitimate conversation, people. We are professionals here, okay? <laughs> we are adults. <laughs> this is important info. <laughs> but... Talking about the sexual nature of Bigfootsies. <laughs> I don't have this down in my notes, so forgive me. I don't remember the guy's name. I didn't think I was going to talk about it. but Some guy claimed to fuck a Bigfoot. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let's not misconstrue things here, okay? He claimed to have been kidnapped by a family of Bigfootsies. That, that's copyright now, by the way. They're Bigfootsies. I refuse to listen to anything different. He was... He claimed this was in Canada, so technically they were Sasquatches up there, because they used the term Sasquatches. But, anyway, he, w- he claimed that he was kidnapped by a family of Bigfootsies, and he lived with them for about a week as their captive, and he said that he believed he was going to be used for breeding purposes with the female Bigfoot, but the male Bigfoot before it was able to subdue him and force him to breed the female, choked on the man's snuff so he was able to get away. The article was very quick to point out, by the way, that there was no substantial evidence to back up any of these claims. <laughs> yeah. that, just, that sounds like a Canadian man went into the woods with a, a, lot, of, a lot of acid or yeah. LSD. Or, or some good well, I guess acid and LSD are the same thing. But what do you think the about, Canadian Florida is? Canadian. I bet he was from there. Alberta. I think it's Alberta. Yeah. I don't want to offend any Canadian. <laughs> 
We don't have any Canadian listeners yet. For future Canadian listeners, if you listen to this episode, please let us know what the Canadian version of Florida is. Because assuming, okay, we'll we'll go off the basis it's Alberta. The the headline should have read, Alberta man captured by Bigfoot used for breeding. (laughs) I can see it now. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, Alberta. That's what I'm finding. Alberta. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'm assuming that's from Canadians. So, popular theory: Alberta is the Canadian Florida. I bet he was from Alberta. Because <laughs> I could see a Florida man being kidnapped by Bigfoot, although they call them skunk apes there. I think. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being kidnapped by a family of skunk apes and being forced to breed with the Bigfoot woman. That's all I'm saying. But moving on. <laughs> Moving. I want to talk about variations of Bigfoot from around the world. First off, since we were just talking about Canada, in Canada, Bigfoot is called Sasquatch, which we use that term in America too, but in Canada that seems to be the most popular name, whereas for us it's probably Bigfoot. In Canada, the Bigfoot's called Sasquatch, um, however, highly resembles our American version. So I'm not going to talk too much on it because they're pretty much the same thing as far as what I can tell. Uh, in Nepal, you have the Yeti. The Yeti. The Yeti is believed to live in the forest region below the Himalayan mountains. Um, however, it is much shorter than our American version. The Yeti is believed to only be about six foot tall, so I'm taller than a Yeti. That's cool. Um, whereas our version is eight to ten, as I said earlier. And it's covered in snow white fur instead of brown or black fur as ours is. It's really cool. Um, which Yeti is also pretty popular. I don't I don't know if people normally link that with Bigfoot or not, or if it's its own thing. Because I feel like people typically think of it as like a snow Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 Bigfoot. What I, that's how I see the Yeti. Also known as the abominable snowman. Yeah. That's how I see it. There, if you've ever been to um, I think it's in Six Flags. They have a rod that's... I don't remember what the rod's called, but the whole thing is like you're on a ski lift escaping from the Yeti. It's really cool. There's also the uh, Far Cry 4 DLC with the Yetis. Yep. That one, uh... That was disappointing. <laughs> I don't want to spoil things. But... I've seen I've seen the DLC. I've never played I'm just talking about it, for any listeners, yeah. you know. Fair. Our imaginary Fair. listeners. There's also that uh, hunting Bigfoot game that I think updated to have like a snow level with a Yeti. We do have one listener, one active listener. I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to invade anyone's privacy, but thank you. You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, in Australia, they have the Yowie. The (laughs) great name. I love it. Yes, it's a wonderful name. Yes. It gets even better. Um, The Yowie is said to have yellow or red eyes, which I don't know if... Bigfoot, I don't know if that's really a thing. I've seen some depictions of Bigfoot where he has red eyes, so that seems to be a common theme. Mm. But the Yowie is commonly stated to have yellow or red eyes, and arms so long that they touch the ground. Well, Bigfoot doesn't really have any that actually touch the ground. They're not that long. Interesting thing about that, for him to have yellow or red eyes, this might be under the assumption, this would assume that Bigfoot has night vision. Probably which jokes. which would be very odd considering apes don't have night vision. There are 
I don't want to be incorrect about this, but I'm pretty sure there aren't any nocturnal primates whatsoever. There are. Are there? There, there are, but there are there are completely like different branches of the primate family. Okay. Uh, like apes and like normal monkeys and us were part of the simian family, but then you have the prosimian family, which is like lemurs and all kinds of other like crazy shit. Most of it found in Madagascar. That <laughs> those do have night vision, but like those are like little small things that like are like not nearly as good survival as like us and other great apes hmm. yeah um hunter had to step away for a moment so we're gonna try to have some we'll we'll, we'll continue this conversation because it's nothing too major um but yeah you're you're right it definitely kind of alludes yeah. to the fact that also, he's nocturnal also i would like to think that the yowie was just named because of the infamous like bigfoot call you know could be that's it's probably an aboriginal like written it's some kind of aboriginal it's an aboriginal word because they say you said it was australian right yeah which is what i was about to get into uh the one thing i want to cover before that the yowie the fur colors that it has range everywhere from red to yellow to black to white it's kind of interesting man it's all over the place i mean it's um, australia we should not be surprised you're you're not wrong do you think the Yowie's as deadly as other things in Australia? Uh, probably nowhere near as deadly. I mean, Australia has freaking things in its oceans that will freaking kill you in like five minutes. True, true. I was going to be like, is it deadly? Australia? Yes. <laughs> Just, you can stop there. The Yowie, also about the height, anywhere from five to ten feet. So the height's also all over the board. Um... <laughs> Man, it, it, this thing's crazy. All kinds of different variations. And the name, Yowie, supposedly comes from the aboriginal word Yui, which means dream spirit. So we got a Freddy Krueger Bigfoot running around. <laughs> I didn't read anything that suggests it goes into your dreams, but based on the name, all I'm saying, Freddy Krueger Bigfoot. Come on, don't come on, Courtland. You know, you, you know, you know Bigfoot's just, it's the, it's the thing of your dreams. I'm, you know, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'd love to find one. I don't think I'd dream about it, though. That Maybe that guy that was captured for breeding, he might. <laughs> but. And then in another one I found, this probably doesn't cover all of them by any means, but the last one I wrote down in my notes to talk about. In Sumatra, they have the, God, I really hope I pronounced this correctly, the Orang Pendek. That's how you pronounce it. Um, the natives of Sumatra believe the Orang Pendek, which means little man. This creature is believed to have fur of the colors gray, black, yellow, or even tan, and it's thought to be between two and a half to five feet tall. So what I'm hearing is that I could win a fight against an Orang Pendek. <laughs> Bigfoot? Probably not. Bigfoot probably well, dominates me, but I could kick this thing across the yard. <laughs> well, what the Orang Pendek probably is... It's just an orangutan. That's, yeah. Considering Sumatra is like one of the two places on the earth where you can find orangutans. And as I stated, yellow fur. Or, the orange. Orange, orange so. fur. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Could be an orangutan. That's especially because I think that's about the height that they get to, isn't it? Somewhere and like, like two and a half, three feet tall. I've heard stories about how like a lot of the common things that orang pendeks do is that they're thieves. You know, they'll often like right, you know, they'll steal things from like farms and stuff like that. And it's just like that's just definitely an orangutan because orangutans are smart as fuck, and they will they will definitely steal shit from us. My uh, kind of 
related kind of uh, my dad went on a business trip to Madagascar and he stopped to take pictures with these lemurs this dude yeah. had lemurs and he was selling <laughs> pictures with these lemurs for like ten dollars but after my dad took the pictures you know uh, he paid you you pay for the pictures before you take them so he paid for the pictures he takes the pictures and he's walking away and realized he didn't have his wallet <laughs> yep so he goes back gets his wallet from the guy the guy was like oh I guess you left it on accident. Okay, whatever. Walks away with his wallet, realizes there's 50 bucks missing. Goes back, and turns out the lemur, the guy confessed to this, he had trained the lemurs to pickpocket money from people. <laughs> so you, t you spend $10, take a picture with these lemurs, and then they steal your money. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of monkeys in the world that, in the world that will... Uh... They will just legit steal shit from you, and you gotta you gotta buy your shit back. Usually with food. Pretty interesting, man. Also, Weird. on the point of Madagascar, I want to say, out of all the places where Bigfoot is pop popular, how come we haven't really heard about a Bigfoot in Madagascar? The one of the few places left on Earth where we're still discovering new species and shit. You know, because I mean. Out of all the places where Bigfoot could be plausible as an existing creature, Madagascar would seem more like the place where it'd be. Not in the United States of America, or in Ch China, or Australia, you know, where there's lots of people. <laughs> and, you know, there's not really, like, you know, a lot of those lands have been pretty much well searched enough that if there was some hidden species it would have been found already well, I want to bring up you guys know who I'm talking about I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if she wants her name to be known on the podcast but my girlfriend just texted me I'm assuming she meant this in a reference to the Orang Pendek but she texted me the two words and just these two words Littlefoot <laughs> so Littlefoot. you know yep. yeah <laughs> Um, I was actually, I was going to Google if there was a Bigfoot in Madagascar. If you guys want to carry on some kind of conversation and fill the void for uh -huh. a minute. Um, I, I'm, I'm just looking over at your notes and I know there's also a Bigfoot in Russia. There is a Bigfoot in Russia. I cannot for the life of me remember the name, but it's like it's got a pretty cool name. But, uh, and it's also like very popular in Russia, especially in like the Siberia regions and stuff. Vodka it's, drinking Bigfoot sounds terrifying. I mean, this one, I mean, like, out of all the Bigfoots that, like, I know of, this one's definitely, like, elevated, because, like, it's, this one's usually more reported to be around, like, 12 foot tall, and, like, is just, like, a lot bigger and burlier, and is often referred to as the Siberian snowman, and, like, uh... <clears throat> And also, uh, this is something I want to bring up, and this was this just kind of nice little preview for a future episode of ours, is that uh, one thing that one instance popular instance of Bigfoot in Russia is the is linked to the Dyatlov Pass incident, in which uh, one of the last photos. If you don't know what the Dyatlov Pass incident is, quick summary of that: uh, Dyatlov Pass incident is kind of like this incident where like. A bunch, a bunch of these uh, hikers were hiking around in Siberia, and then they just all of a sudden went missing, and then, like, a couple weeks later, they were all found dead. And it was revealed that, you know, because one of them had, like, a camera, 
and one of the last photos they took uh, has a figure in it that very much fits kind of the general silhouette figure of a Bigfoot. So we will talk. We will probably talk about that further when we do an episode on the on the Dyatlov Pass. But you know that's just that very much further, you know, elevates the you know the idea of Bigfoot in Russia. Uh, I was gonna say, was it an Almas? That's the name of it, the Almas. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, uh, was Google. It's technically it's actually from Mongolian folklore, is what it says. But yeah, it's like common in the Caucasus Mountains, Central Asia, Mongolia. So it's like yeah, and like it says like. Wikipedia says countries of Bulgaria, Turkey, Russia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, and Armenia. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I will, in the episode description, when we actually upload this after all the editing and stuff is done, I will link a picture. If I, I'll link that Dyatlov Pass picture, as well as the Patterson-Gimlin films. I'll link them underneath where our sources are. Um. So, for anyone interested, you can go on, look at the episode description, those pictures, that picture and the film will be there. So, you know, you can watch them and kind of decide for yourself what you think. So, now that we've covered a lot of this nitty-gritty, what some might say are boring details, let's have, let's have some fun, huh? Mm-hmm. So, we've covered... A lot of the theories about Bigfoot, you know, obviously he's just a hoax, he's people in costumes, uh, it's it's an ancient primate, all these other theories. One of the more interesting ones is that Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature. And what I mean by this is that Bigfoot is some kind of being that can traverse different dimensions of existence. So, one of the popular theories and I heard about this the first time the other day while listening to the Necronomapod is what they're called check them out they did a Bigfoot episode I think they did two parts actually Uh, Necronomapod is what they're called I want to make sure I give proper credit there and they were talking about how basically the theory is that humans as we evolved we didn't have any need to perceive anything beyond three dimensions of existence but some other animals might have for whatever reason and that Bigfoot evolved in such a way so that he can exist outside of these three dimensions therefore we can only perceive him when he slips through every now and then which is one of the popular theories as to why we don't see Bigfoot walking around all the time and only every now and then. And it also kind of gives a little bit of credence as to why he's blurry in pictures is because he's just kind of blinking through those dimensions for a moment. Which I think is it's interesting. It's an interesting theory for sure. And then the other one, and I know Jake, I know you were very excited about this. Alien Bigfoot. <laughs> So a lot of people seem to think that Bigfoot is actually an alien. And a little bit kind of goes into this, especially the fact that for some reason in places where they they seem to have a lot of alien phenomena, such as crop circles and stuff like that, or abductions that are reported, also seem to have quite a few occurrences with Bigfoot. 
Um, me being from Eastern Kentucky, my theory on this, crazy rednecks are going to believe what crazy rednecks are going to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if I was an alien or a cryptid, I'm going to mess with the crazy rednecks because no one's going to believe them anyway. That's my theory on it. If you want to believe, if you believe in aliens and cryptids like I do, I think they just mess yeah. with rednecks because they know that no one is going to believe anything they say. Yeah. Jake, do you want to? Do you have anything to say about Alien Bigfoot or? Yeah. I know you were excited about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if not, it's see, fine. just the idea of a bunch of big foot, a bunch of bigfootsies, bigfootsies, a bunch of bigfootsies just cruising around the galaxy. On UFOs, it's just very funny to think about, <laughs> and but also it brings up. I want to. I want to ask this, like, a what the fuck are Bigfootsies doing around? If they're aliens, what the fuck are they doing around? Walking around the backwoods of U.S., Canada, Australia, the Himalaya Mountains, Siberia. What are they doing? What? What? They're why, observing. Why? <laughs> I mean. But like, you know, they they can serve just fine from the UFO ships. You you, you seem to have a big revelation, Cortland. So <laughs> Not necessarily a revelation, but but if Bigfootsies are aliens, that makes getting probed by aliens so much scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you wouldn't be horrified if you woke up and there was a 10-foot hairy man standing there with an anal probe in his hands and you're strapped what? to a table. What are, you afraid, what, are you afraid of big dick? Afraid of big dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, It'd be hairy, unsatisfied. He's just, they, he's just like trying to put it in and it's just like, it's not going and we'll have to do this <laughs> manually. No, he no. sticks on the glove. No. Two fingers. God, it's a big ass that. glove too. Cause like, imagine how big Bigfoot's hands are. And, you know, if his feet are, you know, well over, you know, his feet are probably well over 15 inches long. Imagine how big them hands are. Imagine how big around them fingers are. Them some sausages right there. I hope my mother never listens to this podcast. (laughs) I I deeply hope. I deeply hope. And if you do, I'm so sorry, Mom. Also, but like, if Bigfoot's an alien, why why is he... This is just a genuine question. Why he he just walking around no clothes on? Why he just walking around all furry in a nude? They're aliens. You don't have to assume they wear clothes. I mean, I mean that's fair, but look, they live in a more enlightened culture where nudity is accepted. Okay, if I go walking down the street naked, I get arrested. Maybe not in their culture, you know. I'm just saying, I mean, I've, I've never, I've never felt more free than when I'm naked. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> free the titty, man. Free, free the free titty, the bigfoot titty. titty. Free the bigfoot <laughs> titty. The the other thing that I didn't think about when I was writing notes and stuff, but it just came up as we were talking about this. If Bigfootsies are aliens, that makes the theory that aliens built the pyramids, even if not with advanced technology, a little more plausible. Because, sure, by hand, it's very unlikely that we, you know, they built the pyramids. At least that's what people say, is that it's unlikely they built the pyramids with the technology they had, with our stature and stuff like that. Bigfootsies are 8 to 10 feet tall. 
Who knows how much they can lift? There's oh, stories they, they, of Bigfoot survivors getting thrown across the woods like they like it was nothing. I mean, another big thing with uh, like Bigfoot cowards is that they'll often like just push over like massive trees, you know, and stuff in the middle of the woods. So, yeah, they could probably deadlift a lot. Mm-hmm. There you have it, folks. <laughs> Bigfoot built the pyramids. <laughs> With that, that we, must we'll be have, a hell of a drug. We'll have to do. A, we have to do a whole episode over crazy conspiracy theories like that. Like, oh, there's be, too and, many. Yeah, there's too many, Jake. I don't know, but we, we can have, do some conspiracy episodes, but yeah. God, there's so many. <laughs> we at least have to cover the pyramids. Yeah, well, well, we can cover the big ones, and we can have some side episodes here and there where we cover a few of them, but doing a whole episode on them, it'd be like 10 hours long, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's if we're just covering the basic stuff. Marathon. A deep dive into all these weird conspiracy theories out there, we'd be here for days. <laughs> but... I think I just broke the couch. <laughs> uh, more than it already is. More than it already is. <laughs> But, now that we've uh, covered all that I really had jotted down in my notes, you guys have anything extra to add on that you'd like to bring up about Bigfoot? Uh, If if you want some laughs. I haven't seen much of the show myself. I've seen a few clips or hearing about it. But if you want to... There's a lot of Bigfoot shows. If you want one, watch Finding Bigfoot with... uh, Mr. James Bobo Faye. I, 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 when I was doing my Bigfoot craze, that was the show I was well into, watching that show. I, was so. like, I haven't seen a ton of it. I've seen like a few clips because I remember I, I got it Bo- from a Bo- separate podcast, a wrestling podcast, where they talked about it. And they're like, this show is so fucking fake. It and is. It is in retrospect, yes. It is very fucking it's fake. So I like one found like a few clips online. But I will say... The care that the person you mentioned, Bobo, Bobo, he 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 is a very likable personality. He is he is a very much a the personification of a of a backwoods redneck. That's Man. just he's just vibing. He's Man, just I bet vibing. Bigfoot would do great in the WWE. <laughs> I mean, fucking, they've had characters like him probably. There's when I when I when you said yeah, I didn't want Yete, it's because there's. Uh, an old W. This is actually WCW. Uh, for the longest time, they had this build up to a, a pay per view where they were like, "There's this creature encased in this ice." I said, "We don't know. It'll break free and yada yada." And at the pay per view, it was Halloween Havoc. He like broke free, and it was the Yeti. Even though it was a mummy, like literally, it was a mummy that just broke free. But yeah, like this, the very famous call is. I guess Tony Schiavone, but it might be might have been like someone else in WCW at the time. But they were going, Is it the Yeti! The Yeti! <laughs> Who then proceeded to hump Hulk Hogan into submission. <laughs> you mean it wasn't a gorilla costume being held by two guys in Georgia? No, he was he's uh fucking he was he was a mummy and then him in the big show double bear hugged Hulk Hogan and the Yeti drew apparently drew the short stall short short straw and had to do the bear hug from behind. So if you ever watch the clip, it's literally just Big Show, AK at the time, the giant just like just like doing this to Hulk Hogan like a bear hug. If you ever see the bear hug in a wrestling, which is literally just like a big dude, you just wrap someone like a bear hug. And then the Yeti walks from behind to kind of wrap stuff around just going like ah. Uh, who would win in a fight? Andre the Giant or Bigfoot? 
You know, stalemate. I, I, <laughs> say, stalemate. I want to give it to my boy Andre, but the Yeti or that that Bigfoot probably has better knees. Probably, probably. probably. Yeah, I don't mean that. No disrespect to Mister Andre the Giant, rest in peace. Rest in but peace. that man's knees were not in a good shape. I mean, he was like seven foot something. Seven foot four. Yeah, and however much he weighed. So yeah. yeah, I have bad knees, and I'm. A third of it, not a third of his size. I'm, like, I'm more like than a half. Third, of I was like, you're size. probably, I'd say you're probably, well, no, nah, I was like, two thirds like, is the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, so you're like yeah. a third of his weight. They're like, no, nah, yeah. you're like 200 or something pounds. Yeah. Andre is probably like 300 something, yeah. maybe close to 400. I'm like, I'm like two thirds of his size. So. Yeah, basically. And I have bad knees, so that man must have been whew, in agony. Oh, yeah, that's, I would say, uh, off tangent, but that's why you, like, you've heard all the stories about him drinking. That's a lot of people say it's like, he drank so much because he was in a lot of pain. He was very tall. He had a lot of like knee and leg pain, and had a tumor. Yeah, he was uh like flights were terrible because like planes at the time oh, were yeah. not fucking built for him. And and planes aren't built for people my size, let alone Andre the Giant. Yeah, I I hate riding on commercial flights. I <laughs> <Yeah>. hate it. <laughs> uh, two two points I want to make. Uh, one just kind of one one I was thinking of is that. It just kind of goes back to the Finding Bigfoot show and just kind of like how popular culture just kind of has made fun of the, makes fun of the Bigfoot idea every once in a while. Finding Bigfoot got popular enough that South Park actually did an episode where they just made fun of that whole show of Finding Bigfoot. You know, they, they animated the character, the, the, the four people that run that show and they were just making fun of the whole concept. Um... Uh, are you gonna say something as? We... Oh no, no, continue. And then say here in a minute. And then another point I want to make. Another thing I want to ask, more ask, I should say, is just. And uh, I know you. I know you have a story about this, Corlin, but you're not not one to share. Might not want to share it, but just generally, I want to ask the question: How many people have dressed up as Bigfoot? But they were they underestimated the the redneck hillbillies, <laughs> and they got fucking shot, and they Probably died a in a and they uh, died in a Bigfoot costume somewhere in the middle of the woods. Sure. I'm just, sure, if you Google, it, you could find a few stories. Oh, yeah. yeah, and even if they didn't die, I bet I bet a lot of people have been shot doing that. Yeah, shot um, or shot at. Yeah, maybe maybe later on in the podcast life, I'll share my Bigfoot story. For now. We'll keep yeah. it under wraps. That was just we clarify. We should maybe say it's not specifically Cortland. Maybe relate. Yeah. Cortland didn't Re- shoot anyone. I, yeah, or get shot I'll at get by shot anyone. At. <laughs> never been shot at. Luckily, I've never. I, I have never gone out dressed as a Bigfoot yet. Yeah, yeah we, we yet, just don't yet. include these details. Our list. Our viewers. Uh, yeah. uh, assume that Cortland murdered <laughs> someone in a Bigfoot costume <laughs> and hit the body. Got Although, shot. Got shot no, at. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to go there in case I ever get questioned for a murder somewhere sometime <laughs> in the future. But I was going to say, how likely do you think it would be to get off? I, I think I am going to go there. How likely do you think it would be be able to, to get off with murder if you dress as Bigfoot? Like, you know, they'd catch you real fast. Because if you buy the costume from somewhere, they're going to find that bot that purchase log and yep. screw. Just Don't murder people dressed as Bigfoot. Just, if you make your own costume, just buy it in another state and pay with cash. Just just, mur- just, just murder people. If <laughs> just murder people. No, just murder do people. not murder people. Don't even, don't even bother. Don't even bother with the costume or a non anonymity. Just murder people. So, if you guys, oh yeah, the thing I was gonna say before we start start to wrap it up. 
just this is more a note for me and i'm including it in the episode so i can go back and remember it in the future if we ever get big enough and merch becomes a thing Bigfoot anal probe t-shirts. <laughs> You're going to say Bigfootsies because you wrote it on your well, link Well, Bigfootsies <laughs> too. No, I thought of the Bigfoot anal probe t-shirts while I was writing Bigfootsies <laughs> down on the notes. <laughs> Bigfoot anal probe t-shirts. It's going to be a thing. Even if... I'll make a shirt just for us. <laughs> Look... Look, and Jackbox we'll Games, the, TKO, I would say TKO. we have the, the Jiggle Wiggle Fuck Me. Jeez. It's a great day to disappoint everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Our viewers have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. If you've ever played Jackbox Games, the, there's Jackbox one. Party Jackbox Party Pack 3, I think. Yeah. Is it 3? I think it's 3, yeah. But there's a game called TKO, and the whole premise is you design t-shirts, and you pair them up against each other and then you got like the players that you're playing with vote on which ones the, are the best ones the cool thing about it is at the end of the game you can go back and buy these t-shirts and they actually make them and they're not super expensive i think they're like 25 dollars yeah. if yeah. even 25 it might be like 20 but i think after shipping and stuff they're like 25 a piece or something like that but it, it's great and drunken mistakes great for drunken mistakes it, it is oh yes bigfoot anal probe t-shirts somewhat you know what? I'm writing it down. <laughs> but while I'm writing this down, let's go around and let's go around the table and discuss after this podcast episode what we believe the likelihood of Bigfoot to exist is. Jake, we'll start with you. Um, bit for Bigfoot, uh, you know, had you asked me when I was 12 or 13, I probably would have said something along the lines and like a nine or something. But, like, now, as I am, I would have to say it, Bigfoot, like, here in America, like, one. He, he, no way. So you, you but specified if, in America, though. But, it, if, but for tales of a Bigfoot in a very remote part of the planet where there's just, like, no, almost no human beings whatsoever... And I could I could give it like a five. Okay, what about Alien Bigfoot? Alien Bigfoot, <laughs> I don't know. I, f I feel very torn between that. That one's either a one or a ten. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty big discrepancy, my dude. <laughs> split the difference. Go yeah, for split, five. Yeah, just go for five. Split the difference. <laughs> Hunter, how about you, man? Uh, probably like a like a two or maybe a three. Probably like a two, yeah. Alien Bigfoot, probably like a two. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it three. I'll give that one a three. All right. For me, as much as I want to believe in Bigfoot, I'm a huge fan. As we stated earlier, have all kinds of Bigfoot merch, and we'll continue to love Bigfoot. But if I'm being entirely honest, I probably put them at like a one or a two. Alien Bigfoot, I do believe in aliens. Alien Bigfoot, I'll give them like a four, maybe a five on a good day. I'm being generous. But I think with that, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Cortland Mitchell. I, I am uh, co-host Hunter Burden. And I am co-host Jake Steed. And we'll see you next time on The Malevolent Feud. Goodbye. Adios.